Hello and welcome to the Life with Libby podcast. This podcast is all about empowering women to find their magic. This podcast is conscious based and we'll be going into the very details of life that all women walk through. Enjoy. Hey babes, this is a really uh, special podcast episode. So today you are going to be listening to a live event that I did um, within my Magical AF Babes group in that free vortex. So a bunch of women wrote in their questions about self-love and manifestation. And this episode is that recording of that. So you can find out all of my answers. There was a lot of questions about how to really love your body, how to feel confident in yourself in a relationship, how to get out of your comfort zone and start going for the things you want, how to stop holding yourself back from having pleasure in your life, and how to stop worrying about what other people are thinking of you. This is such powerful, powerful content that can truly up-level and change your life, my love. Thank you so much for being here, and I hope you enjoy. Hello, magical babes. I am so, so thrilled to be here with you guys. So excited. Um, so today we are doing our Q&A of self-love. And um, my timestamp is a little bit off on the left here. So what I'm going to do, because when I answer the questions, I'm going to go to the Google Doc that, um, that was basically in... Sorry, I just had to set the timer. Um, that was in the event description. So if you had a question and you put it there, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna timestamp that into the Google Doc under your name so you know exactly when your question was answered if you were not able to make it live. So just to make it easy for everyone and really accessible. Um, and also if you see a question in the document that you're like, oh my God, I really um, love that question. You can also just go back here as well, even if you didn't answer. So hello, if you are joining me today. Hi babes, definitely send me a little hello, send me a hi. Um, absolutely love being here with you guys. This is, you know, just serving women is not only my passion, but it is literally my sole purpose. Um, just a little bit about me before we get started in this. So I am Libby. I am a leading self-love expert, conscious healer, manifestation queen, and women's empowerment coach. So if you're here today, this is because you're like, hey, I need my questions answered and I'm here to do that for you. Um, a little bit about my backstory. I, uh, have gone through a lot, babes. Um, as we all have, you know, as women, we take on so much on ourselves and we persevere because we are so so powerful i have gone through times of alcoholism addiction major depression major anxiety anxiety to the point that i couldn't function i was constantly taking xanax ativan just to feel calm just to be in public so um, I have really gone through quite a bit. I am also, you know, very well educated in anthropology, psychology, Buddhism, and mindfulness. Um, I have invested so much money, over $100,000 into this information and knowledge. So you know when you get the answers to this, you are actually 
going to be getting really truthful answers from somebody who has not only walked through this, but somebody who has um, studied it immensely and deeply. Uh, so this is really great. I want to make sure that you are able to get the answers that you are looking for. All right, so babes, we are going to get started with our question number one. And if you also have a question that you want to get answered that's not in here, you can pop it in the comments below. And then I'll just drop that over to the doc for you. Okay, so let me know if you're here. Say hello. I want to say hi to you, babes. All right. So number one, we have Sarah B. So I'm just going to start uh, put this on at two minutes and 40 seconds. All right. So she says, I have a really difficult time liking my body. I just don't like what I see when I look in the mirror. Who's been there? Um, it has always been like this and I can't imagine not hating my body. I want to look like other girls or influencers that I see on Instagram. I think they're so beautiful and I know I will never look like that will this ever end for me and how can i start to feel less shitty about my body <sighs> wow there's so much to unpack here okay so number one there's reasons why you don't feel great about your body and it's not you okay you're not broken you're not fucked you are perfectly whole and made wonderfully really and that's such a you know a cliche christian thing i'm sure y'all have heard that like i am beautifully and wonderfully made or all you know that amazing stuff but here's the thing when it comes to not liking your body you don't like your body because you're in constant comparison mode you as you wrote um i look at other girls i look at other influencers and i see these things on instagram okay so number one i want to say what we see on social media is never real um, a lot of women pay a lot of money to look the same, okay? So number one, it's not your fault because you've been taught through media, through society, through culture, that you as a woman only have worth or only have value when you are being sexualized, okay? So what companies have done, companies that I want to mention are run by men um, and how this power works is men are sitting in a boardroom they say how can we sell a product how can we do this number one the best way to sell a product is to create an insecurity when you can create an insecurity in women that means that there is something that they are missing and then they need to buy it okay so they're lacking something in order to uh they're lacking something in order to make themselves feel good and how do they create that insecurity well, here's the trick. They say, in order to feel valued and in order to be wanted by men, you need to look a certain way, you need to act a certain way and be a certain way. And this way is usually hyper, hyper-sexualized. And what they have done is created a hierarchy of women, all right? So light-skinned women, blonde women, light-eyed women, with, uh, you know, back in the early 2000s, it was like the Paris Hilton body, super, super skinny. Uh, and now we have the Kardashian body, right? So we have these different things that tell us, hey, you're only beautiful if you're like this. I remember growing up always hearing like, is my ass fat? Do I look fat in these jeans? And that was such a trope that they made women have in so much film, so much TV. And they do it so that they can sell you a product, sell you diet pills sell you, uh, you know, the Atkins diet, how big was that, right? Now we have keto, we have all these things that are not necessarily about your health, but they're about how you look, okay? 
Um, and then with the rise of social media, then we have this hypersexuality um, that's exploded and also not in a very healthy way. So when we talk about our bodies, we think of our bodies as sexual objects. And you're not a sexual object. You are a sexual being and your body allows you to find pleasure in that way, okay? So when you say, I wanna look, look like other girls, I wanna look like other influencers, well, no shit you wanna look like that because that's what you've been told you're supposed to look like. Let me tell you something, you are not supposed to look like anybody but your own. And so when you start to feel that way, what's, it, what's actually happening within you is you have come to embody this power structure you have come to embody patriarchy within yourself and are living out that power structure that is how power works and it's insidious and it seeps through and it makes you feel shitty about yourself so that you will go and buy products and change yourself maybe it's victoria's secret and i remember i used to buy these double ass double push-up bras because i have tiny boobs and i hated my boobs because i had my whole life i thought oh my god i need to have these huge 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 boobs and so I would buy these double push-ups and the padding's like this thick, like it was so thick. And I'd push up my boobs to sit on top of all this padding to make my boobs look so massive. And now I'm in love with my boobs. Okay, I love them. I love my little small titties. Um, absolutely love them, okay? So when you wanna look like other people, ask yourself, is this, why do I want to look like them? Because when you start digging, you'll actually find the reasons why. Do, do I not feel sexy enough, okay? Why don't you feel sexy enough? Maybe because you have internalized all of this patriarchal bullshit. Hello, babe, thank you for joining, hi. So that's what happens is you, you, you embody all of this patriarchal bullshit. I just realized I have my headphones in and I haven't even plugged them in. <laughs> I'm gonna do that now, that's so, that's so me. Oh my God, I'm such an Aquarius, so aloof all the time, right? <laughs> All right, so now we think, okay, I think they are so beautiful, and I know I will never look like that. One, it's totally beautiful to admire another woman and to say, wow, she is stunning, she is gorgeous. I look at women all the time who look nothing like me, and I just think, wow, they are stunning and so beautiful. And here's how I explain bodies, right? Bodies are kind of like, we're houses, right? We have different houses, and how boring would it be if all houses look the same, have you ever driven through a suburb and been like, wow, same house, same house, same house, same house, same house. And the neighborhood's kind of boring. It doesn't have a lot of funk. It doesn't have a lot of art in it. It's just like cookie cutter houses. If we were all like that and we all looked like these Instagram babes that we're supposed to be looking like, how fucking boring would it be? It is exciting for us to have different body types. It's exciting for us to look different and to look unique. That's what's so beautiful about our bodies. Nobody, nobody is you, nobody. There's body types, but nobody is you. And there is so much power in that and so much power in who you are. So, but, 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 while it's so great to look at other people's beauty, the problem is you're not seeing it in yourself. And so you're not seeing it in yourself because you constantly compare. So number one, what I would suggest is to set up some strong boundaries into what is a what is empowering you what is disempowering you i ended up unfollowing a lot of people um a long time ago even took instagram off my phone for a while because every time i looked at it i was looking at other women at other bodies and feeling like i'm never going to measure up to that the second thing i want to say here is what you're doing is you're putting your worth in your body instead of saying i am worthy regardless of how my body fluctuates 
because I'm a woman who gains 10 pounds, loses 15, gains 30. Like my body's always fluctuating and your body's supposed to because your body needs to respond to your environment. It needs to respond to what you're feeding it. It needs to respond to how you're caring for it. Okay. That's how your body works. Your body is your home. Yeah. It's your home for this earth. Okay. So number two or no, number three, you need to understand yourself as a spiritual eternal being. You are not your body. Okay. So separate the two understand that your body is a gift and when you start to appreciate all the things your body does for you you start to have a different mentality and a different understanding and perspective of what your body is and when you start to understand your body as a gift you will start to treat her better you will start to love her better and you need to treat her like your best friend because she is the only thing keeping you here on this earth she is what is allowing you to breathe. She is what allows you to feel loved, to feel sex, to feel pleasure, to feel a warm embrace. Your body is such a beautiful gift that was given to you. So you need to separate yourself from your body, okay? But I'm not saying it's not important to look at yourself and feel beautiful. You should look at yourself and feel beautiful. Oh my God, right? So if you want to see, will this ever end for me? How can I start to feel less shitty? That is how. You start to separate yourself from your body. Know that you are not your body. Know that your body is a gift for you. Understand that you are an eternal being. Understand the different um, powers that are not yours, different frequencies that are not yours, that you have embodied and taken on and are now playing that out. What insecurities are you buying into so that you can spend your money on capitalism, right? So maybe you embodied patriarchy. Maybe you embodied capitalism. Maybe you embodied sexism. We have all, to a certain extent, embodied these things. All of us, every single one of us. Nobody can escape that. But how is that, how is that coming out in your life, and where do you need to cut those cords? Okay? So that's what I'm going to say to that. So I'm just going to timestamp that here at 12 minutes. All right. Okay. So we have Christy. She says, I love my boyfriend, but I am always afraid that he is going to leave. Even though he reassures me he loves me, I get scared that isn't true. What can I do to feel more confident about myself and my relationship? I know that it's me and not him, but I can't help myself. <sighs> okay, so there's probably a lot of things that are going on for you energetically, Christy. Number one, if you know that it's not really the relationship and it's not really him that's making you feel insecure, you know, he's not out cheating on you, he's not texting other girls, like there's no reason why, or, you know, he's not, you know, narcissistic or manipulative and you're saying what well, it's just me. So look at those factors first, right? Because there could be that a lot of times when we're in narcissistic relationships, women take on all the blame. So ask yourself that first. If that's not the case, number two, um, you want to feel more confident about your relationship. And that starts by feeling more confident about you. That starts by you knowing your worth. What you're doing right now is putting your worth and your validation in a relationship. So there's a fear that if he ever leaves me, I'm gonna be ruined. If he ever leaves, I'm gonna be destroyed. I'm gonna be lost. So then you're clinging on to something so tightly. And when that happens energetically, you're saying, I don't trust. You're saying, I don't trust in my worth and I don't trust in myself. So when you're actually acting and behaving that way in a relationship, it is because you do not believe that you are worthy of having that relationship. It is because you are saying to yourself, I am not worthy of love. And the reason you don't feel worthy of love is because you're not loving yourself first. Okay. If you want to have a beautiful, loving, caring relationship with anybody, okay, you are going to have to love yourself first. 
because you will sabotage it with your insecurities. Can we get insecurities when we don't stand in our worth and we don't love ourselves deeply? So there's that. Number two, I would say there may be abandonment issues, okay? Abandonment wounds. So maybe as a child, you could have even had both parents. I had both of my parents at home with me, but I felt so abandoned by my father because he was not there. He wasn't home. He didn't want, I wanted my dad to be home so badly. I wanted to be my dad's little boy. Like I would, I would do anything to spend time with my dad. And by the age of 12, 13, I felt so abandoned. I had no control over my emotions. And I went, I went into a huge depression. It wasn't until I did spiritual energetic work into my subconscious mind that I realized I had so much wounding from my father and he didn't mean to do that. No parent means to intentionally harm their child. I mean, most parents, I'm going to say there are some wackos out there, but at the end of the day, every parent, my dad did not mean to hurt me. And I know that I do know that, but you need to ask yourself, do I have abandonment issues? Because that is a, um, energetically a masculine wound that makes you feel not enough. And when we go through abandonment, we have a hard time feeling like we belong. We have a hard time trusting other people because we don't trust in our own worth, okay? So if you have abandonment issues, you need to access it by calming your nervous system, number one. You need to calm the nervous system. Number two, you need to allow yourself to drop down from, um, from beta state, which is what your brain is when you're in a conscious awareness, and drop down into theta because that's when you can really access the subconscious mind without your analytical mind and your conscious mind getting in the way. Okay, so that's what you need to do. You need to work on you and say, I'm worthy of love. I'm not going to abandon myself anymore. And I'm going to trust that I am worthy of that. All right. So that's a lot of subconscious work that you need to be doing. So that's what's going on within you. That's how you can access this uh, and do this work, right? Is by calming first your, um, your nervous system because what happens is trauma remains in the body and your it remains in the body through your nervous system so when you start to get anxious and uh anxious about a certain situation your body literally literally responds because your body's trying to protect you from being hurt in the way that you were hurt before okay so there needs to be a release of that energy release of that emotions out of your body as well so you stop responding um, in a very reactive and anxious way that actually becomes very self-sabotaging and sabotaging your relationship. All right. So Christy, I hope that was beneficial for you. I'm just going to timestamp this here from 12 minutes to 16 minutes and 30 seconds. All right, babes. So we are now onto Zulieka and I hope I'm saying your name right. Zulieka, Zulieka. Um, it's a beautiful name and I really hope I'm doing it justice, babe. So let me know in the comments. I know you're here. Say hi. Um, let me know if I'm saying your name right. Okay. So she says, I'm on a journey to love myself more and be happy with myself without caring what others say or think. Okay. Um, but I'm constantly finding myself thinking, what is so-and-so going to say? I want to be able to free myself that once and for all. I want to let go of limiting myself of the things I know I deserve. Wow. Who is going through this? So many women, so many women. Okay. Okay. So number one, when we find ourselves thinking, what are other people, people going to say, what are they going to think? A lot of that comes from you holding your past against yourself. You're holding on to guilt and holding on to shame. When you hold on to guilt and shame, that's going to be a huge block and a huge resistance to you actually loving yourself and taking yourself from that mundane 
boring reality that's so unfulfilling to this divine reality that is God given and meant for you. Okay. So when you're saying, what are other people thinking? It's because you are actually ashamed of yourself. You're holding on to guilt about yourself. And I know this might sound harsh, but sometimes we just need that reality check, right? How do I actually feel about myself? Because if you didn't actually, if you were in a place where you didn't care what other people thought, it's because you're sure of yourself because you have the confidence in yourself. And another thing that you're doing is saying, oh, if they say something, maybe I'm not going to be as worthy if they think that, right? But all that is is your projections from yourself onto other people, okay? People might not actually be thinking this or saying this about you, but these are your projections, okay? Um, and where, where we project from is from our shadow self, okay? We project from this place of denying ourself, okay? So what a shadow self is? A shadow self is a denied aspects of self. And so when you deny that you are certain things, you're not actually fully loving yourself because you're denying a part of you. And that denial comes from guilt and comes from shame. You were told you're not supposed to do this. You're not supposed to do that. Um, you know, I'm not sure what it is. I just, I feel like there was, um, you know, something happened in your life that you felt like, oh, that was kind of shameful or like, people might look at me bad for this. And so you've internalized that instead of saying, you know what, this is totally okay. This is so normal. This is so fine for me to walk through and really accepting that part of yourself that had to go through that part of your life and saying, you know what, I've come out better and I've come out stronger from it and forgiving yourself for any past mistakes. So there needs to be some shadow work done, which again is in the subconscious, but that's accessing parts of yourself that are that you've denied. The best way to find what your shadows are are to see how you're judging other people or to see what thoughts people might think of you. And if, pe if you're thinking, oh, people are gonna think, oh, she's stupid, she's an idiot, she's insecure, then those are parts of you that you're actually denying about yourself and you're projecting onto other people. Number two, I want to let go of limiting myself of the things I know I deserve. Okay, so there's going to be a few limiting things here, okay? Sorry, my light is super bright. I'm going to turn it down in a second. But some things that you are going to be limiting yourself from is one, are you allowing them to come into your life? You say, I know I'm deserving it, but am I allowing it? And if you're not, you need to ask yourself, why am I not allowing it? Is it because I don't feel worthy? So where are you standing in your worth, okay? Number three, you're gonna ask, how much do I trust God? How much do I trust spirit? How much do I trust them to have my back? Because let me tell you, it has your back. Let me tell you they have your back, okay? Um, and trusting in that, because you're saying, when you're not standing in your worth, you can manifest, manifest, manifest everything you want, this whole life that you feel you deserve, and then be like, oh wait, but I'm not worth it. And then when you don't trust and you don't trust in your worth, you are repelling all good things from coming to you, okay? That is what happens. You literally repel the goodness from coming into your life. So ask yourself, do I believe I'm worth it? Number one. Um, and again, I would definitely look at shadow work for you to look at how you're judging other people and how you feel other people are judging you. Um, and when we also do our shadow work and integrate that, manifestations happen, baby, because you're not blocking it on that level anymore, right? Okay. Um, I'm just going to ask my husband to come here and just to turn down my light for me. Um, I hope he hears me. But anyways, okay, so thank you so much for that beautiful question. I hope that that was so um, impactful for you to uh, really be going through that um, and to be so honest and vulnerable. Just thank you so much, babe. Okay.
So the next question that we have is from Uniquely Me. I love that. There's just Uniquely Me. Okay, so my husband's not hearing this. I'm just going to take one second and turn down my lights so you guys can actually see me. And I'm not just this like white blob. Hi, Diana. Nice to see you here. I'm just going to turn down my light. Okay, so much better. You can actually see me. Okay, great. So Uniquely Me asks, I'm learning more what my desired love language is. Mm. Um, my biggest obstacle is me always feeling the need to be in control because I've always been in control. How do I relinquish the need to be in charge or control? My healing has been one rough, beautiful, chaotic transformation. What are some things I can incorporate so I don't always overthink things? Okay. So what having control is going to do for you is you're going to feel massively anxious all of the time, okay? Because when you can't control a situation, you actually feel out of control. And not having control of a situation is going to be incredibly anxiety-inducing, okay? So what's really funny about when you want control so badly and control over situations and control over people's decisions and what they're doing, and I know this because I have walked through this because I was a total control freak over everything. I wasn't even a good leader. I wasn't a good manager. I was like supervising and managing and I was like, oh my God, it has to be done this way and this way and this way. And I wouldn't give people any freedom to do anything because I was so in control, um, which wasn't not, which is not the right way to lead people. So when you are always feeling the need to control, it's because you don't feel in control of yourself. Okay, so just like we had the question before, this is going to go into shadow work where you feel out of control. I'm just going to look up here quickly. Um, opposite of control. Okay, so what's the opposite of control? Um, okay, chaos, inability, weakness. Let me, I'm going to keep saying, and these words might actually hit a chord with you, okay? Chaos, lawlessness, uh, neglect, disorganization inability and weakness okay so those things if those things kind of like, oh i don't like feeling that you need to do some shadow work around that and say you know what sometimes it's actually okay to be disorganized it's okay to be weak sometimes it's okay to like just not have shit done the right way so when you are going through that and saying oh my god i need all this control i need all this control it's because you're so afraid of that lawlessness so afraid of that chaos and instead of owning, yeah, things can be chaotic. I can be chaotic sometimes. And you're denying it. So again, this comes back to doing shadow work and integrating those parts of you so that you stop feeling like everything is out of your control and understand that nothing, you know, other than yourself, nothing is in your control. Nothing. Other people, situations, context is not in your control, okay? It's not. That's what, and, and, and it's about surrender, right? You need to have that surrender, that deep surrender of saying, you know what? It doesn't matter what happens. It doesn't change my worth. It doesn't matter what happens. It doesn't matter who says what. It doesn't matter what anybody else does. I know that I am in control of my destiny and that's all that matters. I'm not in control of them. I, in some, my life can be chaotic, like you said. Um, uh, what was the thing here? My healing has been one rough, beautiful, chaotic transformation. You even said the word chaotic. Take that, accept it, own it, own that shit, girl. Say, yeah, I can be chaotic. And when you start to own these things, instead of repelling them, you raise your vibration so immensely. 
And so when things are not in your control, it's going to be like water off a duck's back, baby, water under the bridge. It doesn't fucking matter because you know that your worth doesn't change regardless of the situation, regardless of where you are. You are worthy and you are beautiful and you are powerful, right? So I would say to you, start working on um, your shadow work. Two, I'd also say practice manifestation a bit more so you can actually start to feel, holy shit, these things just came in for me and that was so beautiful. And that will help you to actually understand and feel your power because you are so magical and so, so powerful. And when you do that, it's really going to help your anxiety to calm the fuck down and stop overthinking. So when you're not thinking so much, because you can just say, I surrender, right? So there needs to be that surrender as well. Um, and that is going to help you stop to overthink things and to truly act in a way that's with love uh, to yourself. Okay, babe. So I'm just going to timestamp this one. Um, so that was at 26. Okay. So we ended here at 26. I'm just going to put 27 because that's where we basically are. Okay. So here we have Diana. Hi, Diana. So I know you just popped in. Um, thank you so much for being here and thank you for asking your question. This is our last one, guys. So we have the question, how do I get out of my comfort zone and make good choices and stop resisting pleasure and excitement in doing this? Okay. So here's the thing. Change can feel very scary, right? Getting out of that comfort zone and stretching yourself can be scary. However, it doesn't have to be that way and it can actually be such a beautiful, safe and sacred journey that you're on. Um, and just owning that, right? So how do I get out of my comfort zone? Ask yourself, what scares me? And then you wanna ask yourself, why does that scare me? So what and why? What scares me about this? Why am I afraid of this? And when you ask yourself why, don't settle for the shallow answer that first comes up. It's gonna be a great key to unlocking your whys of your whys around it, but dig deep, meditate on it, journal about it. Oh my God, journaling about it, it's like gets your thoughts out there in such a beautiful way. So ask yourself, what is a specific thing that I wanna get out of, right? So maybe your comfort zone is like, look, I've been working in this job for a really long time and I'm really comfortable in this job, um, but I know I'm ready for something more. I know I'm ready for higher pay. I know that I'm ready to have more leadership or um, just, just use my abilities in a greater capacity. When you are afraid of doing that, say, oh, why am I afraid of growth? Why am I afraid of moving my comfort zone? There's an obvious reason that you're, it's comfortable. We're just, oh my God, it's easy, it's easy right? But growth stretches you and it pulls you. Okay. So if you're actually ready for growth, ask yourself why? Okay. When we talk about making good choices, this is all about intuition, babe. Your intuition is going to love you and help you and guide you. Okay. Your intuition is your higher self speaking to you. Who is your higher self? Your higher self is a part of you that is connected to spirit, connected to universe, and has all the wisdom, all the knowledge, all the information you're ever gonna need. So have you ever felt this like feeling in your stomach? Maybe you're driving and you're like, oh, you know what? I'm just gonna take this way. And you don't think about it too much. You're just like, oh, I'm gonna go this way. And then you find out later, oh my God, there was an accident on that road and you could have died. Because your higher self knows what's going on in the spiritual and energetic realm of things. Your higher self is beyond time as well. So when you want to make a decision, Ask yourself, you know, tap into your higher self, um, meet your higher self, go and go meet your higher self, go do that. Your higher self is your most beautiful, most expansive, most confident self. 
and she's going to know exactly what you need to do in any situation to guide you. Okay. I run my entire business through my intuition. My entire business has been intuitive based. I eat intuitively. Um, everything that I do, I just trust my gut and it'll be this feeling right here. I don't know if you can see, but right in your solar plexus, that's the feeling you need to pay attention to and listen to. Okay. So your higher self is only going to give you the best. She's only going to give you the most beautiful and nourishing things for you. So listen, listen, okay? And listen to your gut and ask yourself, meditate on it. Say, I want to meet you. Ask her the questions, okay? Um, and stop resisting pleasure and excitement, okay? So we resist pleasure and excitement when we feel scared. All right, so you're going to ask yourself why, why, why. That's going to help you figure out why you're resisting the pleasure because actually growth is so exciting. Oh, my goodness, you guys. I'm telling you, like, I am not the person I was a few years ago. Like, I don't even know who that bitch is. Like, I love her so much, but that's just not who I am anymore. And it's been exciting. The amount of women who I have met through this journey, who I have been able to empower and who have also empowered me has been just monumental, and may, stop resisting pleasure. Maybe you don't feel like you're worthy of pleasure. That might be your why. I'm not worthy of having this, right? What's going on within you? Because sometimes we have this mentality that like, oh, I just need to work, 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 work. And that's embodied capitalism within us, right? And we need to take a step and say, slow down. Life was meant to be enjoyable. Let me take a step back. Let's go a little slower. Life was meant to be juicy, exciting, and full of zest and joy and pleasure. Life was not meant, yes, there is suffering. Yes, there is difficulties, okay? But that does not mean that we have to stop ourselves from experiencing joy. And something that we tend to do is add to our suffering, okay? We add to it needlessly. So what are the ways that you're needlessly adding to your suffering and release yourself from that emotionally? So those are some things that I would suggest to you, babes. Okay, so I'm just going to uh, wrap up here because that was our last question. I'm going to timestamp this ending at 32 minutes. My loves, this was such a fun and exciting journey, and I hope and I know that you really got so much from it. Thank you so much for joining me. If this has resonated with you and you're saying, I'm ready to actually work on this shit, I'm done with living this bullshit life, I'm done with being worried what other people say about me, I'm so over having a difficult time loving my body, I'm so over not having confidence, I'm so over the anxiety, I'm so over thinking what other people think, I'm so over feeling like there's there's uh, so much chaos and I need, I need control and I really wanna get out of my comfort zone. If that's you today, my love, I want to hear from you, okay? I want to have a heart-to-heart -heart chat with you. If you're ready for it and you're really, truly ready for that energetic, hell yes, heck yes, I'm ready to up-level, I'm ready to do this, let's talk. Let's get one-on-one -on -one where we can have a sacred heart-to-heart -heart with each other and really pinpoint, okay, these are the areas that are going on and I'm going to show you how you can move from this mundane reality that was never meant for you to step into that divine life and that beautiful walk that you are meant to have the life that's full of pleasure, the life that's full of abundance, and the life that is full of you feeling worthy and excited, okay? You are meant for worthiness. You are meant for pleasure and excitement and joy and just having zest for life. You are meant to be raising your income. You are meant to have more wealth. 
You are meant to have more joy. You are meant to have more confidence. If you're truly, truly ready for that today, my love, um, I want you to send me a DM or you can drop a comment, drop an emoji in here and I'm going to reach out to you. Um, I'll also put a link for you to call, uh, for you to schedule a call with me. And we're just going to have a heart to heart conversation, see exactly, hey, what's going on with you. This is how we can get you out. And I'm going to show you the step by step plan for you to actually attain that reality that you are so deserving of and so worthy of. My loves, this has been so amazing. Oh, I love this so much. Um, I think we should do this again. So let me know if you really like this Q&A and we can continue doing this in the future. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much for being here and I'm going to hear from some of you soon. Bye loves.